The following show may contain language, themes, and topics not suitable for children. The thoughts and expressions on this show do not reflect that of a comedy shows, the stereo app, or its potential sponsors. This is just another podcast. Welcome, everybody, to the next installment of the No BSPN Podcast with your host, me, your Benji, the people's comedian. Uh, and this is the sports podcast. That's uh, heavily medicated. It's medicinally charged and, you know, cannabidically, uh, you know, what is it, fueled. Every show, we have a different guest. Uh, on today's show, I have a good friend of mine. Uh, his name's Don Anderson. I'm going to let him tell you a little bit about himself and uh, how come he gets to be on the No BSPN podcast, Talking Sports with your Benji. Don, talk well, to me. Well, thanks for having me, Benji. What's happening, man? Thanks for having me. Good, good. All right, so for those who don't know me, I've been involved in sports one way or another since the 1980s. I've been a wrestling promoter, wrestler, consultant, and as far as everybody's still concerned, I'm still the most hated man in the business. <laughs> and is that like a, a theatrical thing, or is that a normal thing? <laughs> we love it's a combination of both. Combination of both, my friend. What are some of the... I like me. What are the what are some of the leagues, uh, or or uh, or what? Um, what would what would you call like a wrestling um, league, or, or what would you call those? An alliance, uh, organization, promotions, promotions. How, how, what are some other promotion groups that you worked with in the past that people might have perhaps uh, heard of or attended an event? Uh, let's see. I've worked uh, with World Class Wrestling Alliance, USWF, um, Wow, the Women of Wrestling. Uh, oh, AWA and a couple others here and there, small time ones. So it's it's more you know there's a lot, a lot of small promotions. All right, and then how about sports wise? How about sports? Other sports? Sorry. Oh. <laughs> okay, um, I'm a high school four sport letter. I played baseball through. Uh, had a couple of uh, class A minor league tryouts. I uh, played football up until I decided I couldn't play football anymore. And I was on the track team in high school. I know you wouldn't believe that by seeing me now, but I was yeah. uh, shot put then. All right. And then, um, okay, cool. There you go. Uh, and uh, what about uh, football-wise? Uh, you know, uh, about the semi semi-pro teams that you've been involved with? Uh, I've been involved with the San Diego Storm. Uh, let's see, the the Crusaders in every format they've had, the Center City, California, San Diego. Uh, been involved with the San Diego Shockwave, even the uh, arena football team. And I've tried to work with a couple others. You know, there's it's a dime a dozen. That's the unfortunate part about these minor league sports. Absolutely. Uh, cool. Well, you know that's that's just enough what we we what we what we need often enough when we don't even have those major sports. But uh, also those of us that can't have enough sports. Uh, I have myself played in some adult leagues and I've coached myself, which is why some of you guys already know. You know more my sports aholic, sports aholicism. I don't even know if that's how you say. It. Is that how you say it, man? Sports aholicism. Sports. I'll go with it. Sounds good enough for me. Sounds good enough. Uh, well, on today's show. We're going to cover some top stories in sports, mainly being the Major League Baseball playoffs, what's going on uh, in in the middle of, you know, uh, the wild card 
uh, playoffs right now. We're going to touch on some of the scores from yesterday and some of the ones from today and probably discuss a couple of the key games just, you know, to probably vent off since we're going to be talking about the Padres. Uh, we're also going to be talk talking a little bit more wrestling, a little bit more in-depth about some stuff. I'm actually kind of a novice. You know, I, don't, I, I, I wasn't really following wrestling for years. And then I've worked on several of, of Don's events, you know, as a, as a, you know, producer and stuff like that, even on, you know, like on camera saying stupid shit. But I haven't really been, you know, like a, a fan or anything. And I'm going to try and figure out more and learn more about the sport. That way, you know, I can relate to more people because that's always what's dope. We're also going to talk fantasy football a little bit because we're on, we're actually a couple hours away from week four officially beginning. It's going to be the Broncos taking on the Jets. We're going to get Don's pick on that as well. And since he probably won't be here next week, we're going to ask him for his picks for the rest of week four. Um, other than that, man, let's go back to the beginning. Major League Baseball playoffs before we get to the Padres. Um, other scores from yesterday. Might as well touch on another one from today, right? Uh, yesterday, the Braves ended up winning in, in 13 innings. 1-0 over the Reds. Do you remember that? Were, were you watching that game, Don? I watched parts of it. You know, you really can't get into baseball nowadays. It takes too long to develop. And, you know, a 1-0 game, you know, there's only so long you can watch a 1-0 game. Well, it was 0-0 up until the 13th. Damn. See, I, I wouldn't have sat around yeah. long. I would, you know, there, there's other things to do. You know, there, there's the Playboy Channel and there's... And there's, you know, um, tiddlywinks and something else because obviously nobody wants to watch a zero-zero game. Well, unless you're unless you're a Reds fan or a Braves fan, you would. I can totally see that or, or, or pitching duels. But it was it went all the way up to the thirteenth inning, and, and until uh, MVP candidate Freddie Freeman singled in an RBI is where the game finally ended. I don't know how long it officially took, but I remember I was watching this game. It was a nine o'clock in the morning game, and it was still going on. You know, uh, past two o'clock, if I recall, it was it was a long ass game. It was right before I was, the, the Padres game was gonna start, I think. So, uh, and that's when it ended when I was walking back. Uh, other scores, man. The Astros they won. And, nice. Um, they won the series. Did, did they, so did they, they cheat on this one though? Did, did they cheat on this one though? Were they were they looking at well, the calls? Were they? We don't know yet. We don't. We're probably gonna find out in a couple of years, like we did last time. But you know, I mean, what what is what are your thoughts on that? Since I know you like to cheat. <laughs> hey, I resemble that remark. <laughs> uh, let's, my thoughts are, you know, there there was really no rule about it. it yeah. They just say, okay, you know, it's just a policy. Hey, as a good guy, don't do this. People right. have been um, people have been stealing calls, stealing signals. Since baseball began, you yeah. know, back back in the double day days, you know, the, but, just uh, not, but Reggie, not like this, right? Not like this. Reggie Jackson was notorious for call uh, stealing catchers' calls, catchers' signals mm. by uh, the movement of their arm. Right. Well, so, you, you're not, it's not cheating unless you get caught, right? All right, check it out. Hold exactly. on. Message. Let's find out what this is. Usually, before I read one of these messages, we love. What do you got in the background? Can, what was, can you turn that shit off in the back? I'm trying to find out what it is. It yeah. sounds like my kid's playing something. Hold on. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to hear this message. Hopefully, it's not negative. Hey, Don Anderson. Uh, has anyone ever told you that your avatar looks like Jim Ross from the WWF? Uh, you know, he's good old JR. 
He's probably doing that on purpose, by the way. He's a bit, you know, he's a big fan. He's, you know, he's not a fan of following directions, but he's certainly a big fan of wrestling. Right, Don? Are you back yet? Yeah, I'm here. Donnie, Don. There you go. Uh, they, uh, the, you, did you miss the comment you didn't hear? How she said that you look like no, like Jr. Your character. Well, you know, I've been called worse things. Jr. is a great person in the business. He's probably one of the smartest people around. Um, you know, I started no, I started recently wearing a hat just because you know I I can't lie, I'm bald. Um, so. <laughs> You know, yes, I do have a goatee. Yes, I do wear glasses. Is is the resemblance intentional? Absolutely not. Oh, there you go. Hey, you know, patterns and correlations. Maybe I, I bet you there's a, at least another million wrestling fans out there that have similar avatars on this on this very app. Uh, by the way, we do encourage you guys to chime in with your questions and comments regarding on the topics today. We're talking Major League Baseball. Uh, we're talking uh, fantasy football. Uh, we're talking some wrestling. Uh, Benji's going to learn a little bit more about the wrestling industry, especially, or and, and, and what it takes within the promotions. Uh, we're also going to talk a couple of top stories in, in sports, like uh, one of the Baltimore Ravens just got a new contract, Marlon Humphrey, which uh, we've got to talk a little bit about right when we talk about fantasy football. But okay, uh, we're talking about the Astros. All right, so do you think that if the Astros go to the World Series and they end up playing the Dodgers and they beat the Dodgers, do you think, what do you think, is that going to sort of maybe erase the fact that they cheated and prove that maybe that cheating that cheating wasn't that bad and, and people just sucked instead? I think that no matter what happens, there's always going to be a black cloud over it. You know, they're going to say, well, they're going to find something else on them, kind of like the, the Patriots from the last few years, where it's always been, oh, they did this during the season, they cheated. The inflate gate, the signal calling, the radios—you know every, everything that um, everything that they could find to cheat on. You know they got accused of. Now, do you, needless do to you say, think the Patriots were guilty of it. Yeah, okay, Patriots yeah. did. It. Of course they did. You know, okay. uh, and are the Astros still doing something? Probably. Are other major league teams doing something? Probably. Probably. And, you know, yeah. you know, it's kind of a gimme. True. All right. Well, that's that. Uh, another game. The Marlins beat the Cubs, and that game is uh, one one zero Marlins. They don't play again until tomorrow. Uh, the White Sox lost yesterday, and they had the series tied. And right now, as a one today, before I, this podcast started, they were four four tied with uh, the White Sox and the update is now the A's are up six to four in the bottom of the six. So it looks like the A's are going to knock off the White Sox unless, you know, they got three innings. It's still a tight ball game. Uh, any other games that you've been checking out, Don, when it comes to baseball? I've been following the Padres pretty tight. It's, you know, it's been an interesting season for them. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's go. Might as well. Let's go to that. Uh, yesterday, they lost seven to four. They play again today at 408, which is less than an hour now. Um, what did you think about yesterday's ball game? They lost seven four. What they call the quote unquote the sheriff or now mall cop uh, um, gave up six runs uh, <laughs> in, in the entire outing. Four runs in the first inning. Talk to me. You know the Padres really put a lot of money into this season. They went out and they bought a lot of talent. The problem mm -hmm. is. 
They don't have anybody there to really train them. The coaching staff is thrown together. You know, the okay. pitching coach, the the manager, everybody's kind of just not really an experienced coach. This is Tingler's so. first. This is Tingler's first time as a coach. Ever? He's never coached in, the, in another division and another it, a level. He's been a consultant and he's been a scout, but he's never been a manager before. Okay. And so, you know, we, we need to, to have this kind of team and not have the proper coaching. It, you know, that's the kind of thing that will keep them from going to the World Series. What are some, what are some uh, blunders or mistakes you think that Tingler made or has made throughout the season or in the playoffs uh, to, to show or, you know, or to you know, project exactly what you're saying, that he, he's not ready or you know, he's not the right coach for this team? With the DH being universal this year, this was yeah. a perfect opportunity to use your strong bats every single game. And he put, he put guys out there who are hitting under 250 with no, you know, on base percentage with no real power as the DH, you know, not, he didn't put contact hitters. I mean, people like yeah. Tony Gwynn would have been a better DH for the team this year than the guys he's putting out there. Right. I'm you know, a good hitter. We've got, a lot, we've got a lot of power, you know, we've got, you know, we got Machado, we've got Tatis, we've got Myers, Hosmer, and, Mitchy four bags, you know, we, we got a lot of power for them not to be putting a power hitter, a contact hitter as the DH. Who would you have put as your, uh, who would you put there from all those cats you mentioned? Cause you know, there's not only, only so many gloves out on the fields. This would have been a situation where you could have platooned Myers at first base and used Hosmer as the DH and, and vice versa. Hosmer, at any point in the season, did either one of those guys DH? Well, they have DH, but it was it was when Hosmer took a day off, then they put Cronenworth at first base, and Hosmer with DH a couple times. But it wasn't right. one of those situations. They they didn't use a regular DH. You look at the American League teams, they have mm -hmm. one guy that's the DH all through the season, and if he needs right. a day off, they, they, have, they have somebody else that can fill in. The Padres used 10 different people as DHs here. Yeah. Okay. What's up? What's something else? Okay. That T Tingler has done that demonstrates that he's not, you know, that he's, you know, pretty much wasting this roster. He's not the guy to lead this, this talent pool. You, I mean, you got to beat down teams at, at this level. You know, you go in there, you know, there is no pulling punches. If you're up one, nothing, you don't, you don't play up one, nothing. You play to you're up 10, nothing. And so right. for, for them to go out and, you know, have one nothing games against, you know, teams like the Brewers, I mean, come on. It's, you know, it's kind of harsh. Especially with all the, especially with all the bats. All, all, we, have, we have probably the third or fourth best pitching rotation in the league right now. Mm. Right. That's what we heard all season long, all regular season. And they were doing they were doing good. Yeah, but I mean with the team we had, there's no reason we should be in the wild card. We should we should have won the West. Should you think easily. 
So then you think they should have won over the Dodgers? Absolutely. Like I'm the Dodgers, you know, the, the Dodgers don't, I mean, they're a good team. They are a good team, but the Padres, if you go position by position <clears throat> are a better structured team. Really? Yes. I want to, I, 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 I would love to have a Dodger fan, you know, uh, to counterpoint that just to be sure. Cause according to everything else, you know, that we've seen even on paper and, you know, um, it's, it's, you know, that apparently the Dodgers are, which is why they they have one of the biggest payrolls in major league baseball. So um, they do, they, they do, but the Padres and the Padres went out and spent this year to, to right. be, you know, to be competitive, but you know, the Dodgers, I mean, even last year, it wasn't that the Dodgers were so good. It was that every other team was so bad. Right. You know, okay. Dave Roberts is a good guy. He's a good coach. He's a smart guy. He's a Padres product as far as coaching goes. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he doesn't have the best players. He's just a better manager. Okay, well, the Dodgers beat the Brewers 4-2 to yesterday. Um, they That's the Brewers. The that doesn't with, count. With, I'm just talking about uh, what happened yesterday in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, they, they ended up opening 4-2 in the playoffs. In the wild card, uh, Jensen got the win on that. He had one K, one walk, uh, and and Sutter got the loss for the the Brewers today. Um, the, the 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 Padres are facing Adam Wainwright. What do you know about Adam Wainwright? Don't know a lot about him. I mean, I wrote like I did not follow the Cardinals this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I know, you know, he, he has to be one of their stronger pitchers, if they're going to put him in the, you know, basically what's a best of three situation. Right. You know, they're, they're, and the Cardinals are looking to go out there and put away the Padres tonight. Well, let me tell you a little bit about um, the Padres lineup history versus Wainwright. Uh, Trent Grisham, one for two. Tatis, 0 for two, and he struck out. Uh, Machado, two for eight with two RBIs. He had a home run off of him. He struck out three times. Eric Hosmer, four for 19. He's had four, four RBIs, and he struck out versus him seven times. Uh, Moreland, RDH, 0 for three against them. Struck out one time. And Will Myers, two for five. One of them a home run with uh, two strikeouts. That's the history of today's lineup versus Adam Wainwright. What do you think? What are you thinking? Well, I'm thinking, you know, obviously he's, he throws a hittable pitch, but he also has a lot of movement on his fastball. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's what gets the strikeouts right there, you know, your, your movement and your pitch selection. So, you I know, think we, we do against them. I, I think we actually, you know, I think they'll go out and they'll, they'll put up numbers today. They won't put up, okay. you know, great numbers. It'll, it'll be another, you know, five, six run game on both sides. Yeah, because yesterday they weren't shy about it. Before. There was a lot of runners left in, in scoring position by both sides. The Padres made a couple of running blunders that cost them runs. So um, how about look, the, the St. Louis Cardinals lineup versus Zach Davies? Uh, what do you know about Zach Davies? Zach Davies, he's, a, he's an interesting prospect. I mean, he, he throws a lot of, um, a lot of breaking stuff. Mm-hmm. And his pitch, is, it's a... It's a very hittable pitch, but it's also it's also deceiving. The speed on his pitches are very, is very deceiving. 
All right. He's got the mo- he's got the pitching motion that it's exactly the same if he's throwing a fastball, changeup, curveball, whatever. It's I yeah, it's the exact same motion, which is something most pitchers in the major league has not mastered. Well, he had a uh, at home three point three ERA. He had thirty one strikeouts this this season. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, the as far as the, the St. Louis Cardinals batters versus Davies, uh, Wong two for seventeen. One home run off of him. He has six RBI. Uh, Goldschmidt, obviously, always, uh, you know, no home runs, but he, he's gone four for 10. Uh, Molina, seven for 21 with two strikeouts. DeLong, two for eight with four strikeouts. Carpenter, the DH, who yesterday had a couple big play, big at bats for the Cardinals, 12 for 25. Four RBI, three wow. home runs. Five strikeouts. So obviously, Carpenter has the most experience versus Davies, and we're going to see how that, you know, I mean, that's probably a matchup right there to see which way it's going to swing. And then Fowler, four for 23. He has struck out six times with one home run, you know. And last but not least, uh, Bader, center fielder, three for three, all time with a home run. Man, that does not sound too promising, if, you know, especially after that- yesterday, right? Right, absolutely. It doesn't sound promising at all. But you know, that, and that's the thing about the Padres. You know, the their matchups never looked good, and they won games. It's the matchups they should have won easily that they blew. Yeah, that's that's uh, about typical Padres. Um, yeah, it was typical for any San Diego sports team. You know, even the Soccers are that way. You know, they should have beat the the Dallas Sidekicks a hundred times and only won like twelve. Wow. Yeah, I forgot about indoor soccer, professional indoor soccer. Is that what it's called, professional indoor soccer? I don't know what you can call that, man. It's it's. What was it? It, it was called Major Indoor Soccer League, the IMBA ISL. Major Indoor Soccer League. All right. Well, anyways, back to San Diego. What do you think the outcome is today, my friend? Cardinals and Padres. As optimistic as I'd like to be, I think the Padres drop this game and the Cardinals move on. Oh, okay, cool. Well, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say maybe they do have one more game in them. Maybe tomorrow's another day, but I think today, I think today they're gonna, they're gonna bounce back. You know, that that all that talent has to at least turn up one more last good game. So that's that's what's up. How about? I would hope so. Um, the Miami, the Miami game was postponed till tomorrow. Not sure exactly why. I should, I we should know. Uh, it was bad weather. It was bad weather. That's what it was. Yeah. And uh, the Braves uh, finished off the Cardinals. The Cardinals, the Reds, today in the morning with, with a score of five to zero. I guess the Reds had nothing left offensively after yesterday, uh, or, or maybe right. they didn't have anything offensively at all, right? Because they didn't score one run, right? They got completely shut out in between yesterday and today. It means they were swept. The Braves advance uh, to the uh, division series, and the Dodgers will play the Brewers. What do you think is going to happen today with the Brewers and the Dodgers? Dodgers sweep. The Dodgers sweep. I think so, too, man. It's kind of a little bit obvious. I know that's why you were kind of annoyed when I was asking you, but I still have to ask you. Okay, cool. What else we got going on on the other side? Um, well, let's see. The Athletics are beating the White Sox six to seven, six to four in the seventh six inning. Six to four in the seventh inning. What do you think about that? About that series tied one one. 
who did you think was gonna was gonna win this one? And uh, what do, what do you think so far, up to even now? Well, you know, I'm I'm a fan of Billy Bean, the GM up there of the yeah. Athletics, and you know he's taken a lot of heat over the years for the way he runs the team, but they're always competitive. Right. They may not always make the playoffs. They may not always go to the championship game, but they're always competitive. Yeah, and this year, this year he just put it together. Yeah. What do you think they have the run in? Do you think they have enough? Do you think that uh, to, to hold off the the White Sox in advance? I think so. I think I think this is a win for the Athletics. I think they go on to the next round. Who are they facing the next round? You happen to have it in front of you? I want to get a beer. <laughs> no, nah, I don't have it in front of me. It'd probably be... Okay, well, well the, the Yankees advanced, right? The Yankees advanced. Yeah, the Yankees advanced. Uh, who else advanced? Damn it, I had it here. Boom, boom, boom. They advance, um, and they will face... Your dad in the playoffs. No. All right, well, all right, cool. Well, there you go. The winner winner of this game will advance to play the Astros. The Yankees, right? The Yankees won? Well, no, the the winner of the A's Sox will play the Astros. And then, so, and the Yankees are playing the Rays? Yankees are playing, yeah, playing the Rays. There you go. That's that's the matchup where we're trying to look. Okay, cool. What do you, what do you, what do you, well, we won't, we won't go over that. We'll, we'll touch those when we need to right now. We're just finishing off baseball. There you go. That's the baseball update and our picks. Cool, man. Well, I can't wait for this game in about 40 minutes. Um, it might be the last playoff game till maybe next year or another 14 years. All right, whatever, but I'm going to enjoy it. All right. All right. Let's move on to the next, um, uh, the next, uh, that we're going to do. Let's transition with um, our hot news, hot news, hot news. Ravens, they gave their tight end an, an extension. Did you hear about that? I've, I've read into it a little bit today. I, I think it, it was good for them. You know, um, Jackson does need a second outlet other than himself. And he's been... What's well, a four-year deal, right? Yeah. Is it? $98.75 million. That is a lot of money. Martin Humphrey. Oof. Oh, five-year extension. There you go. Five-year extension. Yeah. Oh, five years, $97.5 million. And it is Bobby Humphrey's uh, son. You remember Bobby Humphrey? He played Actually, with, I played with the Broncos, I think. If I rem- if I recall, and if I running back, yeah, because I remember used to play uh, like Tecmo Super Bowl. You ever play those video games or no? You never played Tecmo, man, Tecmo I, Super Bowl. I love Tecmo, Tecmo football. I, I never played Madden, man. I like those. I like those old digital games. Hey, look, you know, go to right. the- Bobby Jean Humphrey. Uh, was a running back, a professional running back who played for the Denver Broncos and the Miami Dolphins. Uh-huh. Woo. Okay. And and look, yeah, he played with the Broncos 89 and 91. 
And and yeah, the game I the the Tecmo Super Bowl I, I would play with like 1990 until I got the the newer version. But I remember Bobby Humphrey always kicking my ass because I was you know played with the Chargers. They had Marion Butts. Remember Marion Butts? I remember Marion Butts. Yeah, it was in that area. And, and Marion Butts is good. He's a Pro Bowler. He was a Pro Bowler because when he played, they they ran a two back offense. Right. Anybody who plays in a two-back offense is going to look better than, than a single slot-back offense. Of course. Daniel yeah, Tomlinson, yeah. He, right. was one of the, he was one of the best runners in the NFL behind Lorenzo Neal. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He goes That's and great. starts being a single setback, single setback, and he doesn't get the hurt. numbers he once had. And he got hurt. And he got hurt. And, he got, mm-hmm. and, and they went to New York, and you know how that ended. Well, Marion Butts ended up with, I believe, the New England Patriots. Marion Butts. Uh-huh. Because I, I know, I remember because I had his card. Here he is. Boom. Marion Butts, Wikipedia. Well, there, uh, well, there <laughs> you go. Bobby Humphrey's kid. We got a deal. Let's move on now to, before we go into... The fantasy, of course. We've got to talk a little bit of football. Denver Broncos and the New York Jets. Both teams are winless. What? Do, let's talk. What do you think? Have you watched either one of these teams play? Um, are you going to watch today? I am going to watch today. Uh, I think Sam Darnold is progressing, but he's also progressing behind, you know, Adam Gase. Adam Gase is not a good coach. Okay. You I, know, I, I don't I know keep hearing that, j- and I know that. I, I don't know what the Jets were thinking in hiring him. You know, I, I never understood a team saying, we're waiting for that guy to get fired by everybody else so that we can hire him. Yeah, because you're never right that. here. He's going to be our yeah. savior. You know, like I'm that. sure, you know, if, if Anthony Lynn gets fired at the end of this year, Adam Gase will be the next Chargers coach. Man, that, that void. Uh, interesting note, though. Uh, Fred Gore, the former Miami Dolphin, the former San Francisco 49er. Well, who else has he played for? The former, uh, man, I, I, I know he's played with two other teams. I can't remember. But anyways, entering his 16th season, I guess I, I saw this earlier today. He's the uh, only running back, active running back that was playing running back before Thursday Night Football existed. Which, oh my God, wow. how long ago was that? Right? I think That was like forever. Good. Yeah, he he seems to have something like fifteen thousand five hundred yards, career yards. Obviously, he's he's surpassing a lot of the greats and stuff. Um, do you think he deserves to go into the Hall of Fame just based on longevity and 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 yards gained? You know, or or is that one of those cats that's like, sorry, man, you know, just because you hang, that's not Hall of Fame worthy. I don't think he has the numbers. I mean, but then again, the numbers have really never been what gets you into the Hall of Fame. There, there's okay. players in the Hall of Fame that had terrible numbers. Terrible. Horrible. I mean, look at Joe Namath. Joe Namath was a horrible quarterback. <laughs> yeah. He was so bad that the, what they, um, the Jets traded him to the L.A. Rams for a seventh-round draft pick, and then he played one game, and they said, yeah, we're going to have to let you go. Oh, I don't know how it went. Wow. Yeah, that's, exa- that's old school. He, he, he's terrible. He was terrible. I mean, Terry Bradshaw, another one. You know, he had one good game in his NFL career. 
won. And it, but if you look at his stats in all the Super Bowls, he he never threw for more. He never threw for more than fifty percent completion. Yeah, he was always well, more more interceptions than touchdowns, more losses than wins. But he was still a Hall of Fame quarterback. Frank so Gore, nece- say ten, ten years. Numbers necessarily don't mean that. Right. So I mean, Frank Gore right now has what fifteen thousand yards. That's not. That's not. Hall of Fame worthy. Fifteen thousand, you know. Fifteen thousand at yeah. the beginning of the season, it was fifteen thousand four hundred and ninety-one. Right now, I know he's already at fifteen thousand five hundred. He has seventy-nine career touchdowns, you know, which isn't isn't that bad. But here are the teams: he played with San Francisco, and he did play in that first Super Bowl run with Kaepernick. Then he played three mm-hmm. years with the Colts. Uh, he was on that run with uh, the last run they had with Andrew Luck before he got hurt. Uh, then he was in Buffalo for a year as well, if you remember that. Uh, yep. Miami, and then now nah, with the Jets. So uh, that's what he's amassed. And I asked because it was, you know, like his best season was his second season. What the fuck? What the hell is going on here? Uh, his second season where he gained 1,600 yards with the 49ers, scored eight touchdowns. The, his best season was in, in 2009, was touchdown-wise, 1,100 yards rushing, 10 rushing touchdowns that year. And if I remember correctly, when it came to fantasy, he was pretty reliable during most of those years. It was one one year when he got hurt in two, in 2010. That was his first year, but he bounced back, you know. So he, you don't think he deserves? He's Hall of Fame worthy, right? Because he hasn't won anything. I'm not saying it's not because he hasn't won anything. I'm saying yes, he's a reliable player. He has played all yeah. this time, but is does he stand out? Is he special? I mean, you see that guy that, you know, if you had if you had six running backs in front of you right now that are in the same level as him, like an Adrian Peterson, you know, those guys that are up in years and, you know, they're probably on their last legs. You know, would you say, okay, I'll take Frank Gore over Adrian Peterson? Of course you would. You want Adrian Peterson, not only because you know what you're going to get from him every single time. He's going to bring more fans to your game, too. Just saying. All right. So, uh, um, Adrian Peterson, since 2007, right now, in the beginning of the season, he has 14,425 yards. Uh, I believe he's, uh, he's only, I mean, I don't know how many years, 2007, Frank Gore. Uh, yeah, he started this, he was only two seasons after, after, um, Frank Gore. So second to Frank Gore, you know, it's, it's him active. His best season, if you remember, was in 2012 when he rushed for 2,097 yards and 12 touchdowns. Uh, and right. then in the year, and then in 2015, he rushed for 1,485 yards. You know, so right now that's where he stands. He has, I believe, 100. And you're right. It's a very big difference when it comes to 111 career touchdowns. All right. And that's at the beginning of the season as opposed to Frank Gore's 79. And he's been in the in the league two years less than uh, Frank Gore. So, I, yeah, I mean, I'm going to agree with you on that one. That was a good comparison and a good point. And people probably will take, you know, the guy that hit the end zone that got more points than anything because that's always more exciting. Absolutely. Okay, cool. Well, there you go. That's that. So then what's your pick today? You know, uh, Denver Broncos don't have their starter, Drew Locke. He, and I, from what I believe... Uh, um, Driscoll isn't starting. They're gonna go with Brett well, Ripien. Ripien, there you go. That's how you say it. Brett Ripien, who is 
the nephew of former uh, Redskins quarterback Matt, right? Matt Rippian. Mark Rippian, yeah, Mark Rippian. Mark, I think he ended up being was uh, was he the one or Schuler was the one that became a, a, a politician? Rippian did something similar too, no? Not that I remember, but I I know Rippian was one of those. He he was a great College. secondary quarterback. He was a good. He would have made a great backup in today's systems. Like Nick you know, Foles. because every team. Yeah, like, like a Nick Fitz, Foles. Fitzpatrick. Like, like Fitzpatrick. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because everything, it's, it's not like it used to be where you had your A team and your B team. Right now, you have two A teams, and one's just a little bit better than the other. Just a little bit. And you pick and choose between those two who's going to win the games. Not everybody starts all the time like it used to be like in the 80s and 90s. You, ha- right. you have... You have a definite, legitimate winning quarterback as your backup now because you can't yeah. have that game manager you had 10 years ago. Yeah. Most teams are ready to strike, right? I mean, you have to have exactly. guys that jump right off and, and have to take over. It wasn't, yeah, yeah the, the mean, game has changed a lot. The game has changed a lot. Even, even it's why, you know, the durability factor and all the rules to protect quarterbacks and, and the, having a, a new way of tackling and, you know, roughing the passer and helmet to helmet and all that shit has definitely changed the game. You know, so now I, I totally understand it comes to that. So then, you know, with that being said, before we shift next to the next section, we're going to start talking fantasy before we go into our picks. We just want to remind you guys, if you guys are listening to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Overcast, or any of the other casts, of pockets of podcast. Uh, thank you so much. Don't forget, you guys can join the conversation, join the talk by going to stereo.com or your Google Play and looking for stereo. And they have it both for the Android and the Apple, uh, uh, you know, iOS. You guys can join the talk. You guys can follow us at NoBSPN on every social media platform and you can find out the next shows, the next talks we're going to have. You guys can just join in. Um, if you guys are listening, remember, you guys can just send us a message. Interrupt us a little bit, and we'll go ahead and do that. Thank you guys for listening. All right, cool. So let's get into some fantasy football, man. Um, are you running any other fantasy teams other than because tonight we are doing the latest hell, you know, super Mexican, no BSPN, um, live draft at 8.15 today, Pacific Standard Time. And we have uh, uh, several comedians, friends of mine on that. And we also have Don. He's going to be part of the No BSPN Fantasy Football League this year. So is uh, what are, are you doing other leagues or is this it? It's No BSPN, you know baby. This is actually the very first Fantasy Football League I've ever participated in. No way. Lies. These Absolutely. Lies. Swear to you. Swear to you. Ne- never wow, before. You know, I, wow. You know, I'm, so I've, all, we're popping your I've always just... We're popping your cherry. We're popping your Well, somebody had to. We're popping your so, we're popping your fantasy cherry, Don. <laughs> nice. I, I like it. <laughs> no, I you know, I, I never got interested in it. It just sounds like, you know, you're sitting there and, and the way, you know, some of these fantasy football leagues are so dramatic, so competitive that they're sitting there, you know, spending more time than they do at work. All right, all right. Oh, Mr. Productive, of course. You, you're the last thing you want to do is waste time on social media. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you, you understand what I'm saying. You know, you see these guys, yeah. they're at work, you know, suit and tie. They're supposed to be, right. you know, managing, say, your, 
your financial, you know, portfolio. Instead, they're in the right. corner going, hey, hey, I may trade my quarterback this week. What do you think? You know, right. I, I don't, <laughs> that's a little much for me. I, I just wanted to get involved with something that was going to be fun right. with people I right. knew that weren't, that weren't going to, like, you know, bust their wad every week going, oh, my God, yeah. It's not that. It's passionate. No, no. Well, that's why this league, league is free. You know, the, at the end of the season, there will be a special prize. I don't know what it is yet, but it will be special, worth the investment of the time. I don't expect anybody to, to, to you know, go kill anybody's family or, or, or end up with a red wedding like on, on Game of Thrones and type shit. I think we're going to be cool. Um, I do expect, you know, to, to get along a little bit more with some of my friends and then also to see to see what's up, man. Because, you know, everybody I have involved is some, somewhat of, of like a, um, a sports fan. And we've never done it. So, uh, all right, man. Well, that's crazy. It, it makes sense, though, because that's kind of the way I feel about right now. I feel sort of a, about playing like Madden and sports like, like games like that because um, I feel it's not very productive, you know, for me. You know, like uh, until right. recently, I found out that, that esports is a real thing and you can get paid on it. Maybe it'll change my mind, but I don't know if I want to go back into playing esports again because I was really good at Madden back in the day, you know. Before, you know, I I, I, I kind of grew up and I had to go get a job, and, and that's why I fell in love with comedy because, you know, it was more active. I was FIFA and Madden. I lived in it, and I was very good at it, you know. Um, but but after a while, you know, like the older I got, I felt I, was, I wasn't very productive. So that's what I'm saying. Maybe that's how you feel about fantasy games and whatever. But all right, cool. So then have you done any research so far? Are you Have you been looking at... Uh, you know, um, at any at anybody, uh, I'm not obviously I'm not gonna jack you or nothing. We're all gonna do what we can, but you know, let's say that there I are mean, other people. All the people I've, I've looked at the numbers this year. Okay, I've looked. Cool. At, I've looked. At, I've been looking around. You know, I've, uh, this year was an interesting year for football. A lot of play, a lot of different faces in new places. So you know, and for some people, it helped their career. Some people, it's gonna hurt their career. You know, right? Can I? I, I'm really looking at a couple of people who, who made some big changes this year and uh -huh. it's benefited them very, very well. They're in the right system at the right time with the right people. Okay. So let's do this. Um, since we are doing the draft and, and there are drafts still maybe going on, let's just take that angle. Let's, uh, um, what are some, some uh, fantasy uh, tips that you would do? You know, you recommend people in doing as, as they are selecting their team. Don't look at the don't look at the game by game numbers. Look at the overall numbers. You know, game by game, some people look terrible, but overall they have great seasons. You know, if if we're going by statistics only, you know, look look at the quarterbacks who've been winners but never won anything. Look at the running backs who put up you know two thousand yards but don't have a Super Bowl ring. Look at the guys that are going to be the sleepers this year. So who are you looking at? Who, who are you looking at sleepers this year? Uh, can you name maybe a uh, running back? Um, a running back? Let's see. Yeah, as far as sleepers right now, go? it's week four. It's week four. Right now is when you know sleepers are emerging. As you know, yeah. already several starting running backs or, or workhorse running backs are hurt. So now they're moving down the depth chart, and and a lot of sleepers are coming out. What are some sleepers that you see coming out? And do you see any other sleepers after those sleepers? Huh? Oh, well, you know, I, I see Eckler 
you know, nobody's really touched on him. He's, you know, an undrafted free agent. He mm-hmm. came in and he presented himself well. He he played behind Gordon for years, and now he's the feature back, and he's you know he's proving himself. He's putting up the he's, good numbers. He's usually he's usually gets taken in, in the first four or five rounds, you know, when it, and he's one of the first running backs taken, um, at least right. by default. Um, statistically, though, he's probably maybe in the top twenty. Even if he has gotten a little bit of injury, and Kelly now is running backs getting a lot of a lot of touches, a lot of face time. Yeah. What about I mean, uh, quarterbacks? Quarterbacks? I, I tell you where I'm going tonight, but then you know somebody might try and hack me for that one. So. All right. So then. All right. Cool. Cool. Let's let's fine. Let's do that. Let's um. You know. Let's, you know let's, there, there's let's, some more guys out there. All right. So let's let's before we um. We move on from football. Let's do this since, you you know, I'm not going to have you until next week. We're going to ask for your week four picks before. We, and then after that, we're going to close it up. We're going to talk a little bit of wrestling. I have some questions about wrestling and stuff. And that's what we're going to end the show with. But before, let's start off with tonight. Thursday night football. The Denver Broncos taking on the New York Jets, my friend. The, the Broncos, as we mentioned, and Jets are both 0-2. Uh, what, what are your thoughts? Who you got? You know, nothing surprises a team more than an unseen quarterback. You know, the Chargers got beat up last year by Duck Hodges. Remember that? Uh Uh-huh. You know, nobody's seen Ripien yet. You know, nobody really knows what he's got. I think think the Broncos steal this one. Okay, I think the Broncos win that one. Um, The Broncos are actually 0-3. I said 0-2. They wish. (laughs) They wish. Same thing with the Jets. They're yeah. both 0-3. Uh, right. That's that one. Okay, cool. How about uh, the Baltimore uh, Sunday night football? No, actually, it's a Sunday night game. They're playing the Washington football team. The Ravens, as we all know, they lost to the Chiefs last week. They're 2-1. The Washington football team is 1-2. and two. I think that Baltimore takes us, takes us all the way. Okay. Yeah, they. I mean, they seem to slip, but I think, you know, good teams are scary when they bounce back. All right, cool. I, th- uh, I think this is the last starting game for Dwayne Haskins as well. You think so? You think he's getting benched? I think he's getting benched. I think, you know, Ron Rivera didn't sign his prize backup quarterback from Carolina to be Dwayne Haskins' backup. Right. Yeah, you're right. At least they're gonna know he's not the quarterback of the future, or for at least for his for his reign. I suppose I agree with that. I think so. He, he there's a, a game where he threw I think three interceptions, costly interceptions too. Okay, Pittsburgh at Tennessee division rivals, both undefeated, my friend. Big Ben uh, looking very productive and healthy, using uh, his people around them. Tennessee with Ryan, Ryan Tannehill doing great. Um, what do you think? Uh, I'm going to take Tennessee on this one. I don't. I don't think. Um, I don't think Pittsburgh will be productive against Tennessee's defense. Yeah, and, and it is at, at Tennessee, and you know Steelers play uh, very differently on the road, especially at Tennessee. How about your Chargers, one and two, uh, visiting uh, Tom Terrific or Tom uh, Tom Too Old of Brady at two and one in Tampa Bay? Depends on how much air is in the ball. <laughs> you know what? I'm honestly saying right now, you know, I've never been a fan of Tom Brady, but he's always had the Chargers number. You're right. 
the last time they met was in December of 2016, and he beat him 28-21. And I remember that because that was one of the last Charger games um, where they were still San Diego Chargers. Womp yep. womp. Minnesota, who is 0-3, hits uh, to Deshaun Watson and the winless Houston Texans at 0-3. You know what? That's a push game right there. I mean, not only does it not matter who wins, I don't think anybody's really behind either team this year. Minnesota yeah. just it's, I don't I don't I don't like either team on this game. All right. Well, if you had to pick one team, who would you pick? I'd have to go Houston if I I mean, if you were twisting my arm telling me I had to pick one, I'd go Houston just because Minnesota has, you know, not looking good this year. So then you're saying out of these two teams, the one that may st- might still have some hope at turning it around will be the Houston Texans. Well, I don't, I'm not going to say they have hope in turning it around, but if we're talking about okay. who's going to score more points this Sunday. Um, All right, there you go. Uh, All right. All right. Another kind of doozy thing, sort of the same thing. We don't know. Each team has a win. The one and two New Orleans Saints at the one and two Detroit Lions. The Lions have a win. Woo. I know it's impressive just saying that. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm a Drew Brees fan. I liked him when he was with the Chargers. Um, you know, I, I thought he got a raw deal here. They basically mm-hmm. said, okay, well, we're going to draft Rivers because you, you had a bad, you know, second year. Yeah, um, I remember that. If, I, think, I think if he stayed in San Diego, maybe San Diego had a couple of Super Bowls. Maybe. Maybe. We'll never know, maybe. bro. We'll never know. So who you got? But <laughs> All right, whatever. I'm, <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm taking. I'm taking New Orleans. I'm taking the Saints. Taking Saints over the Detroit Lions. All right, cool. Uh, Cleveland two and one taking on the one and two Dallas Cowboys. The, the Cowboys playing a little bit better than one and two shows, and the Cleveland Browns probably not as good as two and one. Uh, this game is in Dallas. I'm going to take the Browns. Oh, the Browns. Why? Because I hate the Cowboys. <laughs> ah, good enough answer for me, folks. How about Battle of the Cats, the Jacksonville Jaguars, one and two, going with the, I didn't even know this happened, the O and two and one Cincinnati Bengals. Who the hell did they tie with again? Oh, with the Eagles. Right. They t- oh, yeah, they gave up in the in the middle so of got, overtime. They got the Jacksonville uh, Jaguars or the Cincinnati Bengals? For Cincinnati, Jacksonville, I'm going Cincinnati. Joe Burrow is going to. Come out swinging this weekend, man. He's good, man. Tell me, tell me your thoughts on Joe Burrow. I mean, it's three games, and I, I, I'm liking what I'm seeing. What do you think? You know, Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert have the same thing going right now. They're they're showing that they're really effective. They're showing right. for a good team. Um, they're just not getting the win. Right. It's it's I, just I that simple. That. I mean, the Chargers should be three and zero. Should be. <clears throat> yeah, I know you don't want to hear that. I know you want your free taco from Rubio's, but they should be three and zero. Rubio's, it's from El Pollo Grill and El Pollo oh. Grill in Lemon Grove. That's where you get your free Spanos taco every time the filthy uh, um, Spanos own Chargers lose. All right, okay. cool, we got you. Free pop for El Pollo Grill. Free pop. All right. Free pop. All right, so Indianapolis Colts and your Philip Rivers. I don't know if he's still yours. He's still mine. At the, what the hell, 3-0 Chicago Bears? I did not see that one coming. Uh, I like Philip Rivers. 
Oh, you, you know, he, he's just, okay. I do. I love Philip Rivers, man. Oh, okay, he's okay. just, this, you, go, you know, he's a hard nose, you know, salt of the earth, blue collar guy who has played for less than spectacular teams. Yes, absolutely. And still around. If, I think he's has one of the longest active streaks. Actually, he does. He have has the longest, longest active, active streak. Yeah. He, he's the guy that will get, you know, he'll get into the Hall of Fame on numbers alone. You think so, man? There's a lot of arguments opposite. No, nope. he'll get in. Are. I don't. I don't even care. You know, he'll get in. No <laughs> rings. No, no, you know, no Super Bowls. He'll get right. in, and he'll get in first ballot. Okay, you heard it here first, folks. Philip Rivers, first ballot Hall of Famer, even if he doesn't win a Super Bowl, just based on his statistics. And you know what? He's he's you know he's been keeping up as far as statistics go. With Philip, with uh, with Ben Roethlisberger and uh, Eli Manning, so you don't think the fact that they were drafted in the same draft and you know their careers will always be married together, and if he doesn't win a ring, you don't think that's not that's gonna keep him out? No, not there's, at not, all. Look there's at... not room for everybody. There's not room enough for everybody. And you know, Big Ben is probably gonna go in, and you know, and you know, look Eli's at Warren Moon. Gonna go in. Yeah, right. Look at Warren Moon. Okay. You know, he did. Good you know, job. he had. The most passing yards of any quarterback, if you combined his CFL and yes, NFL careers, yes, yeah, all all of them, you know, you know, college football, yeah, he was he was one of the best passing quarterbacks of yeah. his era in a run and shoot offense, right? And he got in without a Super Bowl ring, no Super Bowl ring for you know Warren Moon, but he got right. in. So you know, there's precedent for Philip Rivers to go in first ballot. Okay. I'll see. I, I, I'll I'll go ahead and and I'll put a tab on that one as we continue. There you go. How about right. Arizona two and one at the Panthers one and two? I'm picking Panthers. I'm picking they're going to come out and just really beat up on you know Murray this week. All right. Oh, he's looking good too. How about uh, he's looking the, good? Yeah. He's looking good. I just okay. think, I think this is the week that you know his weaknesses are exposed. Okay. How about the uh, Saquon Barkley-less New York Giants at the Los Angeles Rams? Uh, Giants are zero and three. The Rams are two and one. And they're without uh, Daniel Jones as well, aren't they? Also, yes, he's also uh, he's also limping. So. But the, but the Rams haven't looked spectacular this year. Yeah, they've got a 2 and one record, but they don't look like the Rams from yeah. a couple of years ago. They're at home. Definitely um, not at all. Not at all. Not, not at, like when, you know, Gurley at his prime, and that, you know, when everybody was in, on McVay's nuts. I mean, they still kind of yeah. are, but you remember that. Like, super wonderful oh, and all that stuff. McVay's the greatest thing since sliced bread. He's not. He just, he just put on a good show. Yeah. Hey, well, you know, so, he did it well. He deserves it. So who you so got? I'm gonna take, I'm taking the I'm taking the Giants in an upset. Ooh, all right. Yeah, you're right. We need an upset. There's usually a couple of upsets. Last week there was a couple, you know. All right. How about the three and zero Josh Allen led Buffalo Bills with that last second comeback? Whoa, against the two and one Las Vegas Raiders. You know, I'm going Buffalo this week, and only because they're starting to, the Raiders are starting to show the typical cracks in their armor. You know, um, I, I've never been a fan of John Gruden. Never. 
And he, he, his coaching style, I mean, yes, he's a good coach. Yes, he's been to the Super Bowl. But he didn't take a losing team and build them up to the Super Bowl. He took a team that somebody else built up and put them in the Super Bowl. Okay. You know, that's like saying Norv Turner was a great Chargers coach. No, Norv Turner took over Marty Schottenheimer's greatest creation. So who had built... Who had built those Raiders that he took over? I recall, oh, you know, who there was a couple people before him. But he never took him to a Super Bowl, did he? No. Yes, he did. He took him with the Raiders, and that's what it was. It that's was Bill right. Callahan. Bill Callahan inherited the Raiders from from Chucky, and Chucky was the one that actually did build those Raiders. That's why I'm like, I don't yeah. remember that whole section. And he took but him to the Super Bowl, t- and they lost to the Buccaneers. I thought, one the, second, I thought but he... He took the Buccaneers to the Super Bowl and won. No, 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 no. Yeah. He took the Raiders. Oh, yeah. Let's, and he, yeah, he did. He took the Buccaneers and he beat his former team, the Raiders, uh, led by Bill Callahan. I remember. So, so All right, hold on. We, gotta, we have a time. Let's hope it's a positive. Just one. dropping in saying hello, hello uh-huh. to Don, but also to a very special Benji Garcia Reyes. Hope y'all are doing great. Woohoo. Mr. Mr. Eric, thanks for saying what's up. Yeah, cool. There you go. Thank now you, Mr. Escobar. I think I had right. actually a comic that we work with. All right, so last couple of picks. Also, who you got? Buffalo or Las Vegas? I'm taking Buffalo. I hate Las Vegas. All right. How about New England two and one to the undefeated Kansas City Chiefs in Kansas City? They're three and zero. I like the Patriots on this. I really do. I think. I think they're just going to bring this game. I think it's going to be a competitive back-and-forth offensive game. It's yeah. going to be high-scoring. I, I think right. they, both teams are going to score in the 40s and 50s. You don't think that a Bill Belichick is going to have something for Mahomes in that offense? I mean, it, that's, that's his, uh, his strength. You don't think maybe this is the game where they, they finally figure something out? I think, they all, you know, I think every team has the Chiefs figured out for the first half. Right. But Andy Reid is such a genius with his coaching. Right. Absolutely. That he, he, yeah. he adjusts at halftime and he comes back uh-huh. and wins the game. Like I said, you know, right. with the whole thing with the, like, the, I'll use the char- Chargers, for example. Chargers should have won that game, but they gave up so many unanswered points in the right. end of the game that they blew it. Yeah, absolutely. Down to that. So, table. yes. Okay. I'm, picking the, I'm picking the Patriots, though. Picking the Patriots. Oh, yep, upset. That's, that's another good upset special. It's, a, it's not a hard upset to pick, but it's definitely an upset. Philadelphia, 0-2-1, oh, and, and 1, uh, taking on the Jimmy Garoppolo's San Francisco 49ers, who are 2-1 for Sunday Night Football. And Mullins is still going for San Francisco, right? Not uh, C.J. Beathard? Yes, sir. Not, okay, not, so I'm not, going... It's like, a, it's like a repeat of last year, huh? <laughs> or two years ago. Yeah. Two years ago. Um, I'm thinking I like the Eagles on this to, uh, for the second upset of the week. All right, cool. Uh, and then last but not least, the, the high-flying, high-scoring, no-defense Atlanta Falcons, 0-3, head to the Green Bay Packers 3-0. and If I recall, they already played in week one, and the Packers handed them their ass uh, the first time around. What are you thinking? I'm thinking Matt Ryan maybe on his last legs there with the Falcons. You know, I don't know who their backup is. Uh, You know, Matt Ryan, he has not been.
been a quarterback since the Super Bowl. Right. That was the last well, time he looked like a, a starting quarterback. Well, he's he's putting up the numbers right now, but he has he can't hold on. You know, like they put up thirty eight points and thirty two points there. You know, yeah, so I mean, but look at so look at I mean that, that look at how many times a good quarterback has been ahead of a you know a losing team. You know, Matt Stafford. He's not even a really good quarterback, but he puts up numbers, and he's been a starting quarterback for losing Detroit Lions for. What ten years? Yeah, no. Well, I, I I don't know if I could say he's bad. How could you put bad? You know, how could you be, be a bad quarterback putting up good numbers on a bad team? I, I don't I don't know if that even makes any sense. <laughs> but look, um, maybe maybe not. It's one thing I know. It's a standout thing for sure. One thing I know is for sure is that obviously uh, uh, Matty Ice is not the guy that he was when he came out of college. You know, uh, he had in the beginning of his career, he had several comebacks, but now people are coming back on them. And, you know, I don't know, it just kind of seems like it, it, uh, uh, the Falcons will need a culture change. So, what's your call on this one, senor? Who you got? Falcons or Green Bay. the Packers? Green Bay. I'm all taking right. the Packers, and I'm taking it all the way to where Jordan Love actually sees time in the game this time. Oh, man. You really think so? Getting a little, I think so. a little reps at the end of the game? All right, cool. Yeah, oh, I think well, it's gonna, he's going to do the mop-up work. All right, well, where can we follow you on Instagram or, or uh, Twitter? What, what are the social media outlets? Do you have any other accounts? Oh, I'm on Twitter and Facebook at DJ Will Save Us. There you go. So hopefully he'll put that in his profile, on, on his stereo profile. Remember to follow him. Before we get out of here, and we remind you guys one more time, you guys are welcome to chime in. We're having a conversation. We're having a talk. Um, to download the app if you're listening on a replay. Uh, and, and, and that's it. You check the show times, and you can join the talk. We're always going to be talking sports, whatever's going on, whatever's hot, just like we did today. Uh, before we get out of here, uh, we have talked football. We've talked some baseball. Um, we didn't really cover anything else but because we got involved in everything else, but this is our opportunity to talk something different they're trying to get a little bit more um expanding our universe if you may so don here has um experience working in wrestling and that's something you know i don't know a lot about but i'm always willing to learn and that's why i have questions uh for don like for example uh can you please tell me the difference explain to me the difference between bigger promotions and smaller or indie promotions for wrestling well well, to be technical, every promotion is an indie promotion. What, the word indie promotion came from when there was the, in, the true NWA, National Wrestling Alliance, where they had several different promotions under their banner, like franchises. Okay. Ne like minor leagues, you know, maybe? No, not minor leagues. More like, um, like, like, for instance, Walmart. It was Walmart in this city. It was Walmart in that city. It was Walmart in that city. It, but it, it's NWA at that point. NWA in Charlotte, NWA in Florida, NWA in California. Oh, it was all I the same you. company. Um, that's where the indie promotions came up, where it was like, okay, well, I'm not part of the NWA. I'm not part of WWF, WWE. Uh, I have my own show over here. Um, when the NWA folded, basically everybody became an independent. Even, you know, you... For, for proper verbiage, WWE is an independent wrestling promotion. Okay. Although they call themselves sports entertainment. So, and when, well, how, long, how long ago was that? 
uh, NWA folded. NWA keeps, they have comebacks and they have the, um, a little over 20 years ago. Okay. I'm I'm not exactly sure on that. No, I'm not exactly sure on the date on that, but I, you know, they, they were the big time wrestling promotion. You know, there was the WWF up in New York and then there was NWA down in the Carolinas and Atlanta. And, you know, they, they were losing money so fast that the main promoter, Jim Crockett, sold everything he had to Ted Turner, who kept it on TV and renamed it. Okay. And, and where are we now when it comes to all that, especially regionally over here in um, Southern California? Southern California has over 50 wrestling promotions. 50. Oh, five zero. okay. Wow. That is a lot. It's it's terrible. It's it's terrible. It's you know a lot of the same guys work for a lot of same because a lot of the same guys work for a lot of the same promotions. They work the same matches with the same people over and over again. You have no um, you have nothing unique about any of them. Okay, so how could you You solve that? How could you how could you minimize the 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 repeating it? Because uh, you know, remember for me, I'm a comedian. And with us, it's getting your, your tight set, you know, your, your perfect set. And, and do, you're doing it in front of other people that don't see you, that have never seen you, right? That, that's, that works. Why isn't it like that in wrestling? Because, because we have the internet now. And okay, right. people go, you know, people will watch that match. Um, for instance, oh. I'm going to use Colt Cabana and CM Punk, for example. You know, before there was the widespread YouTube and internet, they wrestled in many different promotions and they put on the exact same match, you know, right down to, you know, how long it took. No shit. And, and then it was super. Now they couldn't do that because I would be able to watch their match from, say, last night on YouTube. And the same match that they had two weeks ago in another promotion on YouTube, it'd be the exact same thing. And that, that's a turnoff. You know, you want to see something unique and different every single time you go to a show. You don't want to see the same two guys fighting every single show. It, uh, it just gets old. It gets redundant. Um, there's nothing appealing to that. You, there's no way to build up the, your whole talent, your whole cast, if you're, you're, if you're putting the same people with the same people over and over again. So how do you how do you fix something like that? How do you regulate it? How can you you know minimize that type of thing to to to, to you know to not have it desensitize? I guess the audience. Uh, what well, what I would do, and you know it's a financial thing. Um, is man, you better be sharing those chips with me later. Um, I would if I had the money to do it, I would put people under specific contracts okay you know yes you work for me and nobody else and i would i would want them to have the money that they would make working for everybody else right but i would you know i'd want them to say i work for this guy and this guy alone and you if you want to see me i'm here right you know it's not where it's not where you go if you want to see me i'm going to be here here and here and here and here and here over the next six days, I'm going to be in five different places, working right. for five different promotions with the same guy doing the same match. So how hard is it to come, to come up with a match? Or what do you guys call it, a routine? Or how, how is it labeled? Uh, it's called, well, 
It's called producing the match. Okay. You, you have typically in the bigger promotions, you have a guy who comes and talks you through how, you know, basically who's going to win, who's going to lose, how much time you have, what points you need to get across, you know, your bullet what? points. Well, what are the bullet points? Elaborate. What does that mean? Like what, like storyline bullet points? Storyline bullet points or like specific bullet points. Like we want to show that this guy is stronger than anybody else. So we got to make sure he body slams the 400 pound guy. Oh, okay. I gotcha. You know, we got, we got to make sure that happens, you know, so like character, you know, storyline, you know, character reinforcing points. Right. Okay. Like with the Hulk Andre. You know, that right. match would have been nothing. It would have it would have been still a good match, but it right. would have meant nothing if Hogan not didn't slam Andre. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was like the undoable thing, unthinkable thing at the time and it broke some minds. Okay, that's great. Right. So then let me so do the people in that level uh, um uh, they they do I imagine they do get those exclusive contracts like that, right? So once you're doing like the WWE, um, you know, you obviously can't do anything else. Are there other other promotion groups or promotions that are maybe close to that level that, you know, you know, because I remember back in the day there was what the WCW, right? And the WWE. Is that still around? No, WCW folded years ago. Okay. Um, they actually they actually sold their entire library and all their trademarks to WWE. Oh, snap. OK. Oof. So that means they could. At any time, reuse or resell, repackage yeah. any. Okay. If if you go oh. on to the WWE Network, um, they show, uh, you know, thousands of hours of WCW footage. Oh, see, cause I I remember I'm old enough to remember when there was two different ones, and you know, uh, you know, capitalistic America or or opposite, it was like you know, competition was healthy. So there's nobody right now competing with WWE as far as promotions for wrestling, pro professional wrestling. Well, that's you know, that's an opinion based. I mean, there there are okay. other promotions that are, they're on that level or should like be on what? that level. Okay, talk like to me, uh, all, all, like all elite wrestling. They okay. you know they have you know Tony Khan, the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, is oh. the financial backer for that promotion. Um, okay. And he is spend, he's spending money like it's water. Okay. But they don't, you know, but they don't have the exposure that they should have for the amount of money they're spending. So they're not, they're, you know, not, yes. uh, they're, not they're not adequately um, investing or, 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 you know, they're not resourceful enough to get promotions without that money. What do you think they're failing at? Why can't they get as much exposure as the other Right now, I'd have to say it's a combination of marketing and this COVID pandemic. You know, they okay. can't really have live shows because, you know, they're, you can't have live shows. But, but what about um, before, before all that? How, what was the landscape then? What, what, before COVID happened, uh, you know, what did it look like? Were they also, you know, ne needed more uh, promotion and exposure? Or how, or where, absolutely. Where were they at? absolutely. They, they, they had... I don't even know how you would explain this. They'd have like a big uh, pay-per-view show and then they would mm -hmm. do their television tapings, but their television tapings were never at the same level as WWE. Their pay-per-views were, but the television shows weren't. What about the quality of wrestlers and, and, uh, and wrestler produced or, or produced matches? Better. There's better produced matches in AEW right now. Absolutely. By far. What is 
So what does that mean? What oh, makes really? a better produced? What makes a better produced match? Like, is it with chairs and blood and stuff like that? No, not at all. Not at all. Um, it's a better storyline. It's a better, you know, moving through the steps of a wrestling match, moving through, you know, getting to the next level of that story without, you know, forcing it. A lot of the right. WWE stuff right now is forced. You can see, you know, how many times are we going to see the same match just to tell the story? You know, we don't have to see that match 50 times to understand that these two guys don't like each other. Okay. I see. Okay, cool. Well, man, I mean, I, I'm digging it. I, I'm, you know, there's a lot, way more to wrestling than I thought there was. And we, we're definitely going to be talking about it a lot more. So if you guys want to join us in future conversations when we talk about wrestling, uh, or if you guys have questions or experience, wisdom, some stories, whatever, go ahead and join us. Be sure you download the app if you're listening on the replay. And if not, if you're just barely listening right now, then you got to catch us next time. Uh, today, we talked Major League Baseball. We went through the Padres and the wildcard playoffs. We also talked a little bit about football. We talked, you know, we made our week three, week four picks. Uh, Don sort of touched on fantasy, but he's saving his fantasy picks for the draft today. Um, and uh, like right now, we just barely finished up and we we're talking a little bit of wrestling. So, guys, uh, this has been the No BSPM Podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Don, do you have any shout-outs? Where can we follow you? Where can we learn more about you? Become your fan. Again, I'm on Facebook and Twitter at DJ Will Save Us. Um, other than that, I'm new to this whole Stereo.com thing. Maybe, maybe eventually I'll become a creator as well, and I'll be on here bugging people as much as you do. Yep, there you go. So there you go, folks. Thank you guys again. You guys have a good afternoon. Bye. See you later, Don. Bye. Later.